0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Houston, We Have a Podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we will be talking about the famed actor, Nicholas Kim Coppola. Uh, I did not know he was a Coppola until we started doing this episode.
1: Judging by everyone's faces, none of us knew either. <laughs> uh,
0: known better as Nicolas Cage. So, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm i sorry, I'm going right into this, but like, if you're an actor, like he's actually the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, director of... Godfather, uh, cousin of uh, Sophia Coppola, who's a famed director, and also cousin of Jason Schwartzman, who's also another really good actor. Jason Schwartzman? Yes, he's also in this family as well.
1: From hmm. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World? Yes. Jason? Well, also from what? a lot better movies. From Rushmore? <laughs> Sorry, that's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, no, I, it's great.
0: <laughs> anyway, so we are talking about Nicolas Cage and his career here on today's episode. Uh, And having us as guests, or joining us as guests today, uh, we have Ben, who has been on a few episodes before. Hello! Uh, (laughs) Our Apocalypse episode, Star Wars episode, and I believe one other.
2: Oh, when we talked about the films of Luc Besson. Yes!
0: The
1: video episode! Yes, the video episode.
2: episode Where I found out that I dance, in a weird
1: way. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, no one watched it on YouTube. So no one saw you
2: dancing. (laughs) I told people about it and they declined.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: And joining us for the first time is Shadow. Uh, So welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me. Uh,
0: And as we do for our guests who are here for the first time, we ask you to introduce yourselves to our audience by giving a uh, a character and a movie that represents you as a person. Uh, What do you have for us?
3: I'm going to go classic for both of these. Uh, Not classic, classic, but like classic for us. Uh, So the first one I'm going to say is uh, the character Kat from 10 Things I Hate About You. I really identified with her as a child, and I have rewatched the movie recently. And I would still fall for Heath Ledger singing in a second, even (laughs) though I put up a lot of walls. uh, And I think (laughs) this guy gets it. Uh, Good place, Kat. Pardon? Who's the actress for that? Julia Stiles. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, then for movie, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It still nice. really like speaks to me. I love it. I love it every time I watch it. I have the soundtrack in my head for a couple weeks after. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dressed up as different characters from the musical <laughs> uh, more than once. Uh, so yeah, like I love it, and I think. The remake wasn't terrible. Like it was actually kind of fun. Uh, But uh, yeah, Tim Curry as Dr. Frankenfurter will always be one of my like more obscure sexual crushes. But uh, (laughs) now it's out there for everyone. (laughs) It's out there for the ten people who will listen to this. Let's be
0: fair. Nice. Um, But anyway, thanks for coming. We're we're great to have you on the show. Um, uh, Before we get started, uh, jumping into the Nicolas Cage segments, uh, we just want to do a quick something we've seen recently that we want to talk about uh, so who wants to go first something you've uh, seen recently
2: I'll, I'll go first uh, so recently and this is a this is a fun movie I quite enjoy it uh, I, I watched uh, for maybe the fourth or fifth time uh, the movie the Green Hornet now, it, this is a movie that has been pretty slammed in a lot of popular culture, as well as the people that made the movie themselves. <laughs> I I don't know what it says about me, but when I downloaded it off of Netflix so that I could watch it when I was uh, on my phone uh, in transit or places where I wouldn't have access to Wi-Fi, I, I got a notification that I had reached the limit of number of times i could download that onto (laughs) my device and this was the last time (laughs) until september 9th so i'm stuck until september 9th i can't download it again (laughs) but that's how often i've seen the movie the green hornet that i'm finding out that you can only download it so many times i don't know it's a fun movie and i feel like they made it so that you could watch it in like 10 minute spurts on your phone
0: (laughs) It gets a lot of hate, but I don't know why. I actually don't mind it. Though. And you don't like Seth Rogen at all? No, I I don't mind Seth Rogen.
1: I I like him. You've made fun of him
0: multiple times on this podcast. D-
1: I made fun of his laugh, but that's like... Oh, that's fair. Do you Is the... think they're going to
0: have his laugh on the TTC?
2: Oh, definitely. He, they right? definitely do. I, I actually kind of oh, heard oh, it oh, while I was on the subway the other day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, ha, 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 ha. Like, <laughs> it was there. Like, it was on Is the subway. Is it because platform. you were
3: listening to the Green Hornet, no, though? No, absolutely not. Okay. No. All right.
2: <laughs> no, I was trying to watch... Uh, Knowing with Nicolas Cage <laughs> at the time,
3: and uh, Seth Rogen's laugh interrupted that. I
2: it was that's, the that's doors. That's worth making fun of. The doors opened at bay, and all I heard was oh, you know, people, you know, uh, people leave their their backpacks on the seat. Oh, you know, like a that's terrible
1: like terrible. I said some Rogen. Cookie Monster in there. I know. It's bad. <laughs>
0: uh, for our American audiences that are listening, which is the majority of our audiences, <laughs> actually, it's true. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Seth Rogen is doing the uh, some. What would you call them? Public service announcements for the Toronto transit, so the subways, and I don't, know, probably not streetcars as well. I'm he, assuming he
1: calls out the stations. Specifically, and yeah, stuff. specifically subway.
0: Okay. yeah, uh, so he's doing that for Toronto and Vancouver. So we will be all enjoying Seth Rogan a lot more in the future here in Toronto, or
1: more, maybe less, for people that don't like him, perhaps.
4: Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. What else?
1: I'll go next, sure, if you don't mind. Uh, I watched The Bar on uh, Netflix last night. <laughs> uh it's a Spanish movie about like a group of people uh that are in a bar obviously. And then um as like two like one or two people walk out and they get shot immediately. So the rest of the movie is them just trying to figure out like they're they're just dealing with this tragedy together and it's like about human nature, I think. I felt like was one of the themes and it's just pretty interesting like it has to do, it, it's, uh, like, because of a disease, like, quarantine-type deal. Um, but it's, it's mo- like like I said, it's mostly focused on, like, how these people are, like, dealing with each other and how, like, they turn on each other and stuff. So is it, like, a horror? It's, uh, I wouldn't say it's a
2: horror. It's, like, a a, a thriller? That, that sounds like the alternate middle of From Dusk Till Dawn. Uh,
1: no, no. It's, it's. I would not relate it to From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, the only similarity is that they're in a bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so there was a movie a couple of years ago that I think was Spanish as well called Veronica. Uh, where it was like a girl who was at a bar and then like slowly they go into like a, a bit of a crime, not crime spree. But a crime spree happens around them. But it's all single shot the entire movie. So you really feel like you're there. And it's like I kind of want to look that up to see if it's the same director because it sounds very similar. No,
1: maybe. I, don't, I wouldn't know. I don't know any of the people that were in the movie or the director i just thought it was pretty interesting it was it was like it wasn't great but i think it's a it's a cool watch if you're interested in the of like that whole like human nature like when things go bad who turns on each other and stuff like that kind of thing i
2: I gotta watch that Sorry.
3: sorry how did you get inspired to watch it did someone tell you about it did you just read it and
1: So uh, while I'm at work, I watch these YouTube lists of like (laughs) top 10 of like stuff on Netflix, stuff like that. And then it was on there. And for some reason, that was one of the only movies that I remembered from the list. I was like, oh, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it.
3: Sweet. Yeah, sure. I'll go. So I recently watched the movie I, Tanya. It's been recently added to Netflix, I would say in the last six weeks or so. Um, and I never saw it in theaters. I did want to, but I have just not gone to the theater in a while. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. Uh, Alice and Janney, I mean, she did win awards for it. So of course she did a good job, but I mean, it was just, everyone did this really cool thing. Um, something that was really, um, interesting in the movie that I've now been kind of thinking about ever since is, uh, Tanya Harding's character. Um, and I would, believe this to be true for tanya harding herself uh, only could skate when she was angry like if she felt supported and like well loved like she did a crap skate (laughs) but if she was told like you like hillbilly you're never gonna make it you're never gonna be good she would be really really good and she'd be like stellar Um, this is something i struggle with in my own life (laughs) Uh, when people tell me oh yeah you can do it you'd be great i crumble and as soon as someone's like oh no i really don't think you can do that I'm there I'm ready I'm prepared like so that's probably not the healthiest thing if <laughs> it's I'm seeing spirit. it if I'm seeing it in like the I Tanya movie as <laughs> like a character flaw of Tanya Harding um, you so ever since I've watched that movie, it's really something I've been thinking about and working out. Uh, including this podcast. I like Ben was being really supportive this morning and I was like, They should find someone else. No, I'm not gonna do it. No, it's it's really stupid. Uh and uh yeah, Ben's best move in that would have been like, You're right, you yeah. suck and I would have been here with like copious yeah, 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 notes. Yeah. Like... Yeah. if I really
2: wanted to do something, it's like you don't have the balls.
0: Uh no, yeah. that was one of my more favorite part, like uh scenes in that movie is where Uh, somebody is, like, beaking Tanya as she's about to go on the screen or about to go for her skate. And then you see that it was, like, her mom that paid that guy to, like, call her an asshole. Um, Yeah. It's weird, though, because I've always kind of aspired to being more like that. But Mm -hmm. when I play sports, I play the best when I'm completely calm and not thinking about doing well. As soon as I start getting competitive, I don't play as well. Mm -hmm. Totally. I've watched enough sports movies to be like, oh, people who get angry and then you play really well. But I've never been able to do that.
3: That's so funny. I also struggle with that with like when you feel really cool, that's when you're going to slip. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you're like, you know what? I look really great today. I'm going to get on the TTC. Yeah, whatever. And then you get on the TTC and you trip and you're like, yep, that feels about right. Because the second you think you're cool, no.
2: I mean, unfortunately, there there's a lot of history to back that up. Like, it's like, oh, man, yeah, no, I'm feeling myself right now and then just covered in muck. Like, where did the muck come from? It's just, it's on me. Oh, God,
3: it happened. Yeah, but uh, that leaves you, sir. Yeah, Carson.
0: so a movie that I saw recently that I really liked was Sorry to Bother You. Um, I couldn't name most of the people who were in the movie or who made the movie, but it was a really fresh take on... I just think anyone else who could have made this movie, you could have a much more traditional view, and I won't get too much into spoilers because it does go in some crazy directions, but uh, especially they've talked about at the Oscars lately, and they talked about giving different people who have different perspectives the ability to tell different stories, and I really felt that with Sorry to Bother You because Mm. there was a lot of scenes where it's like, I I expect where this type of scene is going to go, and then it just does something different. Hmm. And so there's nothing... Okay, the story does go a bit crazy, um, but it's, it's not necessarily the, the story so much as how the story is told within the characters. New comedy, new takes on things, and like it does go a little over-the-top insane crazy, which I do love. Uh, but all the actors did a really good job. Um, Army Hammer, I would say, is one person who I really hated a few years ago, and now Why? I'm really liking. Because of Lone Ranger? yeah <laughs>
2: that's a good reason to hate him <laughs> although you should just hate Johnny Depp yeah I mean I don't blame Army Hammer for that
1: one I, I'm rooting for him actually I, yeah I, think I like Army Hammer a lot
0: I think I hated him because of how good of an actor he was in the social network so
3: good for <laughs> the s- boss for the same
0: <laughs> reason that a lot of people hate the guy who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones it's like he, <laughs> he did that job really well and you hate him because you're supposed to yeah
1: uh,
0: but anyway he did a really good job and Sorry to Bother You as
3: well cool
1: isn't Danny Glover in that? Yes. Glover?
0: I, I originally... Glover? Was <laughs> <Is> that? Sorry. <laughs> Glover.
1: I thought it was Danny like Glover, Glover and
0: Donald Glover. No, it's Glover.
1: Huh? Donald I Glover. thought it
2: was Glover for both of them. Oh no.
1: I thought, I thought Glover, it was Glover. Glover was the house in Game of Thrones.
3: Oh wow. The Glo...
2: I don't the know. O. Okay.
3: The O house is Glover and contentious here. House, house Umber.
1: We okay, will,
2: I, I I think we got. We'll, we'll no, report yeah.
0: back on this later in the yeah. episode. Yes.
2: Okay. Glover. Important. I thought it was Glover. Fun. Everybody. <laughs> uh,
0: I've never heard of Glover. So we will jump now right into the uh, the main treat of the episode, which is Nicolas Cage. Uh, so I'm I'm going to go on a bit of a philosophy to start the segment off. You guys can comment as you will. Uh, I was looking up on uh, Nicolas Cage's career on IMDb. I've seen many of his movies, but it's a lot of out of order. Uh, because a lot of his stuff coming in the 80s and 90s when I wouldn't have been watching many of those types of movies. Um, But I found some distinct trends, like five main points in his career where he came, like in the beginning, it was like he's a goofball, uh, Raising Arizona, Vampire's Kiss, just over-the-top eccentric type guy, getting his feet in the industry. Uh, And then he goes into like an action period with Con Air, Face Off type movies. Uh, He goes a bit more serious with kind of The Lord of War, adaptation where he got I don't remember if he won the Oscar for that or not. Um and then he did. And then he goes into like insane, crazy Nick Cage where we mostly hear about most of his like Ghost Rider knowing next, left behind, <laughs> bad movie Nick Cage, which bad movies but he's really entertaining. And then I would consider his most recent years to be his Renaissance, where he's doing a lot of B movies on Netflix that are terrible. Um, but he's also doing some movies like Dog Eat Dog, Mom and Dad, Dying of the Light, where it's like some really, I think he's found his niche. Uh, and so it's kind of interesting to see where how his career has progressed over those years is like, look at all these different ranges he's played with his particular style, um, but kind of like following those throughout his career. So that said, where do you guys lie in terms of what type of Nick Cage do you really enjoy?
2: So I I, I feel like, the Nick Cage I grew up with was the action Nick Cage. You know? Like, Con Air Nick Cage. Snake Eyes Nick Cage. 8mm Nick Cage. Face off Nick Cage. face off Nick Cage. I love Face Off Nick Cage. I love it so much. I think it's just the perfect... Like, there's one moment in there, and I, I'm sure you guys have seen it when like researching for this, even if you haven't seen the movie... Where, like, he has to prove that he's (laughs) the bat, He's Castor Troy, which is just such a wonderful name. He's proving (laughs) it to his brother, He's got to prove to 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 Castor Troy's brother. Yeah, to, uh, I think his name is, like, Pranix or something, or Parnix. Pollux. Pollux. Pollux Troy. Pollux Troy. Again, just the names we've grown up with. (laughs) Uh,
1: So he's... Sorry. Really quick fun fact hunger games there's two characters in hunger games like one of the later ones that are named castor and pollux that's hilarious
2: that is that is so good i I love that so much an homage i hope um, they're crazy (laughs) no Uh, they don't speak no oh my god that's too bad but like that one moment in prison where like and that's supposed to be like john travolta's character inside of him And he's got to prove that it's him and he's still bad. So he gives just the perfect Nick Cage face. Like, ah... Ah, you know, like just really big smile and like wild eyed, like it's it's like he's making an impersonation of things he's done in the past.
1: Essentially it's like Nick Cage doing an impression of John Travolta doing an impression yes. of Nick Cage. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Like what would someone think that I would do with my face and then I'm gonna do that with my face? And he does, it. <laughs> and and he does it. And you believe it, like I totally bought in. Like even today as an adult like, 20 years later, I still struggle with the fact that they didn't actually swap bodies. <laughs> <laughs> like, at no point did John Travolta step inside of Nick Cage and then come yeah. out through his own face. Like, it didn't happen. Those are just two actors. Yeah. But they did it so well that I'm like, I buy this. Wow, the surgery is insane. It's so
0: insane. <laughs> so would, Body swaps so are awesome. One of my favorites of those examples is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Pretending to be Bruce Willis and Looper, yes, (laughs) totally. Which one would you say is better?
2: I, I face off, face off. Don't, none matter. Well, because again, it's because it's one. You've got Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing the younger version of Bruce Willis, who's playing himself. Okay, so he is kind of doing that, but then Bruce Willis is not trying to be. (laughs) Bruce Willis doesn't try to be anybody else. Yeah, he's Bruce Willis. That's it. He has what he does, and he does it. He does it well. He does it. This is, like, I also enjoy John Travolta walking around <laughs> trying to pretend like he's evil Nick Cage. Like, <laughs> but, but you forget that John Travolta,
1: like, there, he has a lot of roles where he plays that crazy shit as well. Totally. Like, from Paris with Love. Even though he's supposed to be, like, some, sec- some secret agent, he's, like, completely insane. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he's a, he was a good balance, I guess. Like, I don't think any other two actors
0: would have worked for Face Off. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's possible that they actually switched bodies? <laughs> no, they've just been don't pretending. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I, to each got, other it, in I
2: got past it. I got past it. <laughs> no, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> After all these years, I don't think it's possible. Uh, but yeah, no, it's that's the but. I, so leading into this, uh, we actually watched the movie uh, Moonstruck. Yes. And uh, I think I gotta go back pre-action movie Nick Cage, because he was a delight in Moonstruck. My (laughs) God, such a wonderful film, and he does it really well. And uh, it's really entertaining and in like a nice, charming way. Uh, But also, I, I I I don't know. This but is
1: yeah. a hard left turn from, yeah. like, Nick Cage <laughs> being insane and, but, like... Okay, no, so but
0: you, I... we were talking before, and you were talking about this movie called Moonstruck, which was charming. Charming. And then before this, so at work today, we were watching <laughs> YouTube clips of Nick Cage, and there uh-huh. was one clip from a movie where he's repeatedly saying, get me the knife, I'm gonna cut my throat... Totally. And it turns out this is the same movie it's that's same movie. charming. Yeah. It is, actually. It's great, yeah, because that's... It, sorry, go ahead. No,
3: I was going to say, what I think it is, is that... So Raising... I think we looked into it, and Raising Arizona came out before or after Moonstruck. There was, like... Was really there was Yeah, there was, like, a whole succession of movies in the mid to late 80s where he was kind of becoming a thing. So I think the rest of the movie is just kind of nice, but for, like, his opening monologue, which is what that is, it's the first time you see him in the movie... They were like, okay, you get to do your cage thing, just for like, just for this part, okay? Just get it, and then that'll establish that you're
2: kooky, and then we'll walk that back the rest of the time. Totally,
3: and they do walk it back pretty nicely. he even has like a crazy thing where he's like like, seducing Cher, and he's like, oh, yeah, take, like, I don't care, bring me to my, bring me to your bed, like, all this other <laughs> stuff. And it's still, like, a little crazy, but it would be a little crazy if there was any other actor. But with Nicolas Cage, it's like, okay.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't have been known as, like, Nick Cage at this point, right? No, exactly. So it's it like, they weren't like, up. oh, we got Nick Cage for this role, we gotta give him his thing. It's just like, this well, the, actor did his thing.
2: This was, uh, Shadow brought this up, like, it feels like people figured out really early that yeah. he was a great monologist like mm-hmm. you can give him a two to five minute period in the movie where it's just him talking and everyone's just gonna eat their popcorn <laughs> and watch that
1: yeah it's a train it's not watching like a train wreck but it's like
2: no you're watching someone that's clearly having a good time at work and it's <laughs> yeah. good at what they do and that's it's really good like yeah, no. I well, I went into Moonstruck thinking, okay, well, my mom recommended this, so <laughs> mm, I don't know. And Your I mom's a cool lady. I, re- yeah, she is. <laughs> She's a cool lady. I really enjoyed. I, like, I would recommend watching this movie. It's a good
0: movie. Is there any actor out there that's better at chewing the scenery than Nick Cage? Chewing the scenery. I've
3: never heard
2: that. Right, trend. right. Chew well. It's like you really just explore. I would almost say like a Christopher Walken,
3: maybe.
0: Yeah. So it's basically mm-hmm. like you're using as much of your time on screen as possible to okay. just do as much yeah. as possible.
2: Like they say, cross yeah. the cross the you know the scene, and it's like you know that walk is <laughs> the most interesting <laughs> thing happening at that point. It's just in time. like let him go. Yep. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. 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 Just. Oh yeah. Man. He's, he's just taking up all of the space. I'm
1: trying to think of a modern actor that could, like, compare. And I I can't think of anyone.
2: Like... Well, it's almost like it's not, like, people are asked to do it.
1: (laughs) That's true, too. Like, Like, people ad-lib and they, like, improvise, but not to the extent of,
2: like... Okay, so what about Jim Carrey? Oh, shit. If you want, like, chew-in-the-scenery guy, like...
0: Would you also Um, throw, um... Fuck! What's his name? The guy who did the genie, guy uh, Rob Williams. Rob Williams. Rob Williams. Williams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a very different type of chewing. the yeah.
2: True. True. Very true. Although I would say Rob Williams would be separate from those two, like, or Jim. It's weird. They're all very different. I right? feel like
1: Jim Carrey is is probably the closest to be on par with uh, Nicolas Cage, but I guess maybe he's he was held back by all of his directors because like Nick Cage when he does it just. Do it and yep. go, and mm-hmm. you, don't but don't like, get in his way.
3: <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, God. oh no! Oh. That is intense. Is that Andy McDowell.
0: Sorry, we have a we have a TV in the background here that's playing Nick Cage clips, and it got it got very gratuitous. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's so, still going. It's like a very aggressive scene. Um, scene. But oh, even oh, is like for watching YouTube? it though, it's on YouTube. Wait so a this is those two guys, movie, that's still that's still ten twenty years ago. It's like, is there anyone this day who's been let off the leash in that regard? And it's like, I don't know. Maybe it is the directors. Like, maybe no one's able. Like, no one has that brand where a director will let them do that.
1: But I guess it's also that the movies that he he signs on to, right? Like, because mm-hmm. what I was gonna say about Jim Carrey is that he he does that. You can see it, and like, it's mostly in the bloopers. Like, he mm-hmm. it's it's stuff that gets cut out, or it's or it's bloopers, but. For Nick Cage, it's
0: the actual movie where he's doing this shit. That's a good point though. Like does he sign on for bad movies and then escalates them to the point where they become cult classics? Or he or, signs on
1: to bad movies cuz he can do whatever he want?
0: But like a movie like Face Off, if you or like The Rock or think about any of his really major roles, like if you replace that with any other actor, do we know about those movies?
2: That's well. I think I think Face Off we would have because like yeah. John Woo directed it, and it's a really interesting concept, and like John Travolta's in it. Like it's
1: I it's think a solid so. action movie aside from Nick Cage. Yeah.
3: I I have a question for, uh, considering this. So we talked about from the beginning that he was a Coppola, but he didn't really want to talk about that. But does that mean the other directors didn't know? You're telling me the other directors don't know that like, (laughs) oh, baby Nick is trying to be an actor now and they're giving him a little bit of extra leeway and like, I don't know. But it's
0: like, so if you're in the mindset where you're like, my last name is Coppola, the Coppola last name in Hollywood goes a long way to being a serious, legitimate actor. I'm going to change my name because I don't want to be that.
3: Oh, for sure. But that doesn't mean the knowledge isn't still there among the other directors
0: oh they definitely know for sure right so
3: like they might have given him more license than other actors at the time and other actors today
1: but wasn't Um, sophia coppola a bad actor yeah speaking from but (laughs) she's not
0: really an actress she's more of a director okay she's been known more but she was in godfather
1: 3 the only like the only thing speaking of godfather 3 i've just heard like all these things about how she ruined the movie I mean, that movie, like, there was I, such I, high I, I expectations for that. I haven't that. seen
0: it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, Godfather 3 reminds me of The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. It's a good movie, but there was such high expectations that it never would have lived up to what people wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Same with right, Godfather 3. Right. You let that much time go by, and you make another movie, it's never going to be what you want it to be. Fair. It's not a bad movie. It's an okay movie. But it's not bad. Okay. Yeah.
2: I just want to say... That I've seen the movie Con Air many, many times. Like, I feel like there's a couple movies that I've seen a lot, and Con Air is one of those movies that I could watch at my grandparents' house because there's no nudity and the swearing wasn't too bad. It's a very PG 13
1: action. Very PG 13.
2: And really, and one of the first films, if not, no, probably not the first film, but it had Dave Chappelle in it. Uh, In Con Air? Yeah, people don't realize that. He was the guy, he was Telly. He was the guy that, like, has the match and sets the the First Nations guy on fire.
0: <laughs> As someone who doesn't remember anything about this movie, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sets yeah, the yeah. First Nations he, guy on fire.
2: Yeah, uh, he sneaks a, a, uh, a match and a bit of lighter fluid into the plane by, like, having a, a piece of, uh, like, dental floss tied to his back molar and then swallowing it and then he pulls it up while he's sitting in his seat i remember that and the way that he was able to do it because they all check their mouths as they're coming in is uh it sounds like he let his breath get really 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 bad and so when he goes to he's like and the guy's like get out of here your breath smells like shit and then that's how he snuck it on there Uh, But yeah, I I love that movie. I've seen that movie so much, it's ridiculous. Uh,
0: The thing I most remember about the movie is there used to be a show on the Discovery channel called Movie Magic, uh, and they had one episode on how they filmed the plane crash on the Vegas Strip, because it was mainly model-based. And so they did like the whole, this is how we set up the models, this is how we did the visual effects, this is how we combined it. So it was like beginning to end of how they created that scene in half an hour. I had never seen the movie when I watched that episode, and then I watched the movie afterwards. So my main recollection (laughs) is the bunny and the plane crash. (laughs) Uh, Sorry.
1: Sorry, I was gonna change completely, go in a different direction. Oh yeah,
0: sorry. Just to finish off the
2: whole action period of uh, Nick Cage, because I do need to talk about this. I went into watching the movie The Rock uh, as an adult with a lot of positivity and a lot of this is the best Michael Bay movie that's ever been.
3: Exactly. I, I, I think it still, think it still might is. be, but
2: unless you are super into the military <laughs> and like shots of cool military stuff and San Francisco
3: I am into San Francisco. I know, I know. That was my there favorite part of the movie. There yeah, it <laughs>
2: But it it does, n- it's slow by today's standards. Yeah.
0: So I also wanted to say that about Gun in 60 Seconds, which was oh. a movie that oh. I really enjoyed as a kid. That scene where he steals Eleanor at the end, I probably watched that like 20 times. <laughs> like every time I got a new surround system growing up or any time like we reconfigured it, that was my test scene. <laughs> uh... Nice. I rewatched the whole movie recently. It does not hold up to those expectations. So oh, that's always
3: disappointing.
0: That was yeah. pretty disappointing. Um,
3: Angelina holds up, though, right?
0: No, no,
3: really. Because
2: <laughs> I think okay, partially the problem is that she has blonde dreads, <laughs> and oh, that's the that thing. Is, is problematic.
0: my memory of Angelina Jolie in that movie? I was at a particular age where going through puberty.
3: I was at that same age, Carson, and I had boys in my class.
0: (laughs) And so, like, I just remember, like, I don't remember the movie that much, but I'm like, Angelina Jolie's super hot in this movie. And I look back on it and I'm like, maybe that's not my type anymore.
4: Right. But it's like,
0: everything, and this is, I don't know if it's similar to The Rock, but it's like, scenes that I thought were super cool either ended super quick or they weren't as spectacular and I was just like, oh, I remember that scene, but I thought it was cooler.
2: Yeah, well, I was surprised at the amount of time that you watch people jog. <laughs> like, I I did not expect that to be a big part of the movie. But, like, a lot of it is watching people jog around to, like, the next thing and then wait for it to happen. And it's a surprising amount of the movie where that's happening. Uh, I mean,
0: that's what do people do in the military, I suppose. Sure,
2: yeah, for sure. Like, hey, people do jog. I mean, they have to get from place A to place B, but generally they cut that part out of the movie. I don't Especially know. Especially
3: someone like Michael
2: <laughs> Yeah.
3: But no, it's all in there.
2: It's... Yeah, I actually would have been fine with him sprinkling a couple more explosions in there instead of, you know, this is Sean Connery jogging away from things.
0: <laughs> like So... Michael Bay, best movie, if it's not, what would be number two? Or-
2: Transformers, uh, Revenge of the Fallen? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're uh, about to get me very upset. No, no, no. I, I almost would say Bad Boys 2. I knew two. that was going to...
3: And I knew it was going to be number two. I knew it was going to be number two. knew it was going to be, be, be number two.
2: two. Uh, Bad Boys 2, man. I don't know. I love that movie. You know, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence kick it off by taking out some drug-dealing clansmen, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they have, how they, like, Johnny, what was it, Johnny Trappia or something, uh, they have to, like, infiltrate uh, his, his mansion, and how they do it is they, like, you know, they pretend to be exterminators, and then Martin Lawrence sees one rat, like, pile drive boning another rat, and it's like, <laughs> they fuck just like us. Like... I remember yeah. So that that would be that would be probably my favorite Michael Bay movie. I think this'll uh, be
0: controversial, but I would put pain and gain. Pain and gain, really? No.
1: I would definitely one hundred percent bad boys two over any other Michael Bay movie. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I own yeah. it yeah, nice. on D V D. it's over here on my shelf. Absolutely. Floor. Absolutely. I, I've watched it countless times. I, I
2: had it on D V D as well until I don't have anything else on D V D. Like that's it's a great movie.
1: Also, I could be wrong about this, but I think it came in two discs. Oh, nice. On DVD. <laughs> I, maybe, that's but... That's important. Either that... Special and features. I, yeah. Either that, and I kept watching the second disc, because that's when it had the, the Tapia house raid, like the raid in Cuba on the yeah. mansion. Nice. So I kept watching that part over and over, back when I was like... It's classic. Bad you guys excited for
0: Bad Boys 3?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, of oh, course interesting. I am. Oh, It's not directed
0: by Michael Bay. Wait, what? It's directed by the guy who did Smoke and Aces. Okay. Then I know. Know. yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that.
3: I'm fine Was with that. Was your, like, reticence Michael Bay? My what? Like, your reluctance to be excited about Bad Boys I
1: mean, 3. I feel like if Michael Bay did Bad Boys 3, it would just be Bad Boys 2, but worse. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And He's especially the... nowadays, like, with my taste, it's not, like, I can, I'm, it's not just, I don't want just the huge action scene- at the end, which right. like, which I kept watching when I was, like, 15.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, you want... You <laughs> Rogue wanna...
1: One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. You, yeah. No, you know what? I can't say anything to that. Okay, so
0: <laughs> we cut you off on talking about Action Cage, but you were going to go somewhere <laughs> yeah, else. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: yeah, Let's get back to that.
1: Oh, um... Oh, it had to do with... Okay, so the time that he did... our t- time around he did, um around the time he did face off and uh what was that other action movie that he did con air that was like i feel like was that near the end of his like when he first jumped onto the scene and then he was having fun doing like starting to be an actor and then con air face off near the end and then he started doing stuff he didn't really like like
0: well it was serious stuff that I think, made him more legit as an actor, like, Weatherman, uh, Lord of War, uh, adaptations. No, even like
1: before, uh, yeah, that's true.
0: I'm thinking of, like, National Treasure and, like...
1: That was oh, after later. his serious stage. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, after, okay, I guess, so, after the serious stage. But even the serious stage, because, like, what, the point I'm trying to make is, like, I think he stopped kind of having fun making the movies, because, like, he... Mm. The first little bit, he gets to do whatever he wants, and he's going crazy, and he's like, I'm sure that's pretty fun to do. And then he's, like, doing the serious stuff, which I guess, like, it gives him more credence as an actor, but maybe he didn't enjoy it as much.
0: And he jumped immediately to, like, Ghost Rider. Yeah, and then he
1: went goes <laughs> back... So maybe he went back to Ghost Rider and, like, that kind of shit to be like, I want to have fun again, but it's not quite, like, good or... And then mm-hmm. as a product of that, he didn't have fun. And then he then he moved to, like, the, the weird stuff like Mom and Dad, Dog Eat Dog, uh, the stuff that's coming out now where he gets to be crazy again. Because, like, I read something about Mom and Dad when I just watched it, and he was saying, like, it's the most fun he'd had making a movie in, like, the last ten years.
3: The cover is terrifying.
0: (laughs) It's, It's a fantastic movie. I highly recommend it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But, no, it's a good point that I think he got too reactionary of doing more of the dramatic, serious roles that he jumped to the dumbest possible things he could have done so he could chew the scenery uh and then it took him a while to get through those movies to figure out what his niche really was and i think dog eat dog mom and dad like that's that's where he should be where it's like he's still doing a bit of a serious role but his character allows him to go over the top um i think my favorite nick cage performance or like his ideal role is like bad lieutenant (laughs) not my favorite movie of his but it's like let him be a little crazy because the character allows it, but he still has some drama. Like he can still do a good, like serious role. Uh, so it's like not too crazy, but something in the middle.
1: I, I, I watched that movie like b- went before I was old enough where I should have, and I just I didn't understand like why I would, for two hours this guy was just going insane. <laughs> Like, right. I thought he was a cop. I was like, okay, this is going to be an action movie. He's going to, like, do all these things. Like, Bad Boys 2, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> action He's okay. a cop. Take down the bad guys and take down the drug dealers. And then he's, like, doing all these drugs and, like, accosting innocent civilians and making the, the boyfriend's girlfriend uh, have sex with him while he, he makes him watch. I was like, what's going on? Whoa.
2: That's also, like, I didn't realize how broad his range was from an accent standpoint (laughs) until i started looking at clips of his earlier stuff like when i I was again action cage (laughs) action cage so it was like midwest or just kind of like a verbose guy non-specific accent and then you look at his earlier stuff and it's like I'm from the valley, like it's he's got his, a lot his of his accent emotions.
0: ranges from accurate to what's going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: true. Hmm. Hmm. So, are you guys saying you didn't like any of his like more serious movies, or you just didn't like I, as much as his action? Movies? No, if I, I'm talking I like about
0: him. just what my favorite movies of that he has been in. Right, adaptation's sure. clearly the best. Oh, yeah, it's his best Definitely. movie that he's been part yeah.
3: of um i've seen the like similar to like you're talking about a movie that you've seen a million times at a grandmother's house uh the family man it's like every christmas it's on <laughs> so you know and it's it's decent i don't not like it like
1: there's a solid uh, cage freak out in that one too yeah surprisingly yeah for sure <laughs> In the, um, when he's in the department store, he wants to buy the suit.
3: Yeah, yeah, he can't, yeah. But he used to have all the suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Actually, yeah.
0: so we're going to be reenacting our own uh, cage freakout scenes later. I was really looking for one from Adaptation because that's my favorite movie of mm-hmm. his, but, like, he doesn't have a cage freakout in that movie, and that's probably why people don't like that as a cage movie, even though it's a really good performance.
1: Right. I think one of my favorite uh, performances from him is, from, is in uh, Lord of War. Um, just because not only his own performance, but like I just like that movie. I don't know. I I've, I've randomly watched it a lot, like many times, and it's not something. It's not a typical movie. Like considering what I normally like, it's not something that you would think that I would watch over and over again. But I don't know. He he did he just really good. Like it as a dramatic performance, and it's not like usually I'd be looking for like a great freak out from him, but it's not this. It's like it's just a good movie, which is like
0: weird for me. So we'll end off this conversation on um, an analysis of National Treasure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, the first transition, but it's uh, kind of summing up Cage's career. Like I think National Treasure is a generally competent performance, but it's not a Nick Cage. Like you could put other actors in that role. Like you could put a Tom Hanks in there or something. It would still be an okay movie. So they where did do you that. sit on it was National? It's
2: called uh, Angels and Demons. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> so like National Treasure. Do you like that movie? Is that a good Nick Cage movie? Where do you see... Where do you evaluate that one as? Haven't seen it.
3: Haven't oh, seen yeah. it. Wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was okay.
0: It just like you don't need Nick Cage.
3: Yeah. Do you, you need that movie though? I've heard it be slammed a little bit. The first
1: one it's was okay. Fine. Oh, okay. I like it. Like, oh, it's okay. Fine. It was cool. like a nice, like, young person's, uh, like, adventure. It's like movie. the Da
0: Vinci Code, but not so religious,
1: so I
3: didn't hate <laughs> it oh, as okay. much. Oh, so. okay. Cool. All right. What? I thought give it a chance.
2: I thought it was kind of interesting that there's a couple movies like that where it's it feels like they were getting set up for multiples, and then that's the only one that they really did multiples. Like, I was watching Netflix, I was looking through the Netflix list, and it's like, USS something or other Indianapolis Code of, yeah Indianapolis is I like Code of Honor <laughs> <laughs> or something and you know clearly that title would seem to indicate that it's going to be another one same thing with Bad Lieutenant it's like Bad Lieutenant <laughs> something something Fort something Cole, New Orleans, yeah. there you go and then they just never got around to it and then National Treasures they actually did more than one right I assume yeah they did two they did two nice yeah but like <laughs> he's got a couple movies where like it feels like they were queuing up for multiples and then they were like Oh, just that one. That one was probably good.
0: It's kind of like how Disney put a Star Wars story on, on movies saying they were going to do a bunch of them, but uh, that's going to that's gonna die. No.
4: <laughs> what? Yeah. All right, we,
0: let's end it there. All right, okay. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to break this up here uh, for one of our, our getting to know you segments. Uh, we decided that we would play the newlywed game. Uh, Seeing as you two are our second married couple that we've had on as guests. What? You don't say. We're the second. Who's the first? Uh, Our previous episode. In our Avengers Deadpool solo review. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, If you guys are listening, you're invited back on uh, at any future episode.
3: We still don't know who you are, but that's cool. It's a good (laughs) test
0: to see if they're
2: listening. But you're invited... anonymous people (laughs) so what
3: we
0: usually do in in terms of getting to know you is we ask you five movie related questions Uh, that's just kind of like a a rapid-fire so what we decided to do on this one is uh, we gave you the questions to each other ahead of time of what we're gonna ask the other person and we asked you to guess what you think that person will answer so we're gonna rapid-fire questions I just want to hear the answer and then we will move on and then at the end of all five questions we will look back at what the other person guessed was your answer Uh, We will start with Ben. Okay. If you could have one movie alien as a friend, which one would you choose?
2: I would choose Chewbacca. Uh,
0: If you could go to one fictional movie planet. Tatooine. Which house would you be in at Hogwarts? Hufflepuff. (laughs) That is correct. Zombie apocalypse, what do you pick as your primary weapon? Sword. Mm. A movie about your life. Who plays you? Seth Rogen. <laughs> wow. That is two out of five. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so she guessed, as good as anyone can do. That is actually pretty good. Uh, for the movie Alien, she guessed Wally. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a robot.
1: The, I know, but I like... like I and they're
2: like, not one. an alien. I'm not an alien either. Not, oh, they, don't, they don't specify. Although, actually, if you read the book, it is an alien. There's <laughs> a book? Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Novelization
2: well, uh, of the movie. Anyway,
0: for the fictional movie Planet Krypton.
2: Oh shit, that's a great one.
0: <laughs> and then for the zombie apocalypse weapon, or weapon Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. bludgeoning mace. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Bludgeoning mace. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So that's pretty yeah, pretty that's like, a good one. That's, good that's one. pretty
0: ranging. A mace versus a sword. It's kind of like quick cuts versus. Uh,
3: I just I, I imagine him like running towards the zombies like like it's and swinging
0: it's a mace. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. and it's like
2: a chain <laughs> yes. mace. I, I feel like, like a mace so is ball a small sm- oh no that like a, a chain these? mace yeah okay,
3: those uh, ones yeah. maybe and Oh, then well, a morning so i was i wasn't exactly sure what it was right, called yeah. but i was just like that thing that bludgeon's and like <laughs> if it right. was a
1: mace like uh what's his name uh walking dead lucille oh what's jeffrey oh, d Morgan's yeah, character? yeah yeah i remember name
2: something negan
1: negan Yes, the, the
0: baseball bat. I didn't want to guess. To <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you got it wrong, that would... uh, was... But Seth Rogen was correct. Oh, so. uh,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And right, that yeah, was exactly. before we <laughs> even brought him up in the podcast. <laughs> I filled that out, so... Yeah, that's good, <laughs> yeah. that's good.
0: Okay, so oh, Shadow, shit. questions okay. for you now.
3: All right, I'm ready.
0: One movie alien as a friend, what do you choose?
3: A movie alien? Um... Those, they don't have names. Oh, no. It's already wrong. Yeah, it's already wrong. Um, I don't know. I don't got one. Um, Name an alien. Name any alien elf. From (laughs) a movie. That's close. From a movie.
0: Was there an elf movie?
2: No. Wasn't there? Oh, for the purposes of this, no. <laughs> okay, you have All to right. pick an Okay, E.T. E. <laughs> oh, that's correct. <laughs> we got there eventually. We, uh, I knew it. If I you forced what? her, I forced her to pick uh, movie Alien. I knew it.
0: Uh, one okay. fictional movie planet. Uh,
3: I'm gonna say Krypton because <laughs> ah, I don't know any others. Okay, okay. I was also gonna say Earth, but then I don't know. Uh,
0: the one from Avatar. I forget yeah. what it's called. I don't know. All I know is that the mineral is unobtainium. Unob- yeah, and the, the people are Navi. Yeah. Unobtania?
1: Maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, which house from Hogwarts would you be in?
3: I feel like it would be a mix, but that's not allowed. So I guess I'll just say Gryffindor. Oof, Oof. not
0: correct. Zombie Apocalypse. What weapon are you picking?
3: Gun! No. Um,
0: <laughs> movie about your life. Who's playing you?
3: Charlize. Oh.
0: So we here. had the house. Who's that? You oh, one, the eating. house was Hufflepuff.
3: You're the Hufflepuff. Wow. <laughs> we are oh not wow. both Hufflepuff. Wow.
4: Wow.
0: <laughs>
3: I've only read the first three books a and fence. I can tell you.
4: That.
0: I didn't read any of them.
3: Well then how do you know? <laughs> so on the weapon
0: oh, uh he picked sword for you?
3: Oh, it's the same.
0: It's a good sword or gun. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sword I like you're gun. just really into swords.
3: Yeah.
2: It's just, it's the best one. It, <laughs> How? You know, I feel like the mace it's is better. Gun, you're going <laughs> to run out of ammo. Sword, you're going to be able to cut through someone's head and move on. Bludgeon, you're going to have difficulty because you're going to get it stuck in things and you have to cave no, they're in. So I, so I feel like, like the fragile. sword would you're
3: stuck just more. Like,
0: There was know. an episode of Mythbusters where they went over this of what would be the most effective
1: yeah. mass And it was effect. like the bludgeoning one, right? Yeah
0: yeah. Oh, oh shoot.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we well,
0: won't see. Yeah, it.
3: but not
2: the morning
0: star.
3: I don't care. I don't care. Okay, no, yeah. Bludgeoning be is still that. in the name. Yeah.
0: And then a movie about your life. He picked Joy Nash.
3: Oh yeah, that'd be fine. Joy Who I'm not beautiful. familiar <laughs> with. Uh, Joy Nash is a wonderful lady. Uh, she has not been in any movies that I know of as of yet. Uh, she's had a couple bit parts here and there, but right now she's the star of a new AMC show called Dietland. And it is incredible. Um, but this is not a TV show podcast, so I will
0: (laughs) We're expanding a little bit there. (laughs) So it's disqualified and you Yes.
3: but yeah, no, Joy would be great. Though I'd probably fight her for the role. But that's fine. She'd be better.
0: (laughs) All right, thank you for that. Uh, now going into our highlight of the episode, we will now be pitching the perfect Nick Cage movie and role. So I will be judging this segment, this segment, uh, Apollo, Ben, and Shadow. You guys will be pitching your own Nick Cage movie where presumably Nick Cage is in your lead role and you have the perfect performance to utilize all of his skill sets. So I forgot to prep this, but <laughs> in order to figure out who will be going first, we will be playing another edition of Movie Knows. Oh, yes! What? Uh, You guys do not know about this, but what I have is a series of clips on my phone where somebody from a movie is saying no. And whoever guesses first gets to pick what order they will do their pitch in, either first, second, or third. Mm -hmm. So I will play the clip, and then you will guess. So to give you an idea, I'm going to give an obvious one. This is a sample one, just to give you an idea of how this will go. I uh, can't believe
1: you brought this back <laughs> I,
0: I have like 30 of these clips I'm going to keep bringing these back so, so you have to tell me uh, who says it and what movie it's from at least enough that I know you know what movie it's from so try to give me as much detail as possible mm-hmm. so here's an example uh, if I were to play this clip
2: oh uh, the, third, uh, the third of the prequel Star Wars movies Darth Vader uh, yes. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Revenge of the
0: Sith. Yeah. All right. So, you guys all understand? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: You used that. One last
3: time. That's why it's the sample. I know. Like, we can use that. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> this first one's a little bit harder. Don't know if you guys are going to get it. I don't remember how obvious this is. I just have the title of it on here. Crack uh, up the volume. Yeah, sorry. I'll go max volume here. So, here is first one.
2: shit. Wow. Wow. Um, Is that a Terminator movie?
0: Nope. Alien? Nope.
2: Uh, The Flight of the Navigator?
0: Nope. Any guess from each other? No. (laughs) Not Uh, at all. (laughs) So that is from a Christmas story when he gets kicked down the slide by Santa. I've never seen it. There you I go.
2: Recall it's them same. being kicked down the slide. I
1: just by know Santa. someone might shoot
2: their eye out. That's
1: yes. all I know about that movie. Same. All
0: right, here is number 2.
1: No! Is that an Austin Powers movie?
0: No. I can play this one again. Sure.
2: Okay, it feels like they're falling down a, down like a cliff or something, totally. like into the. I'm gonna say cliffhanger.
1: Nope. <laughs> it sounds like a comedy movie. Yep. Oh. It's because it's a silly no. It's like a mm-hmm. no. Can you, can you guess who
0: the actor is? Will Ferrell. Yes.
1: Oh,
2: Zoolander.
0: Nope, he's not in Zoolander. He, he is. in he Zoolander. Is. Mugatu. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking it, uh, it is a Will, right, it's Will Ferrell. Does any, I'll, I'll Lan- Land Screaming? of the Lost. Oh. Anyone who guesses the name of the movie, I'll give it to you. Th-
2: it wasn't that? <laughs> it wasn't Land of the Lost. Nope. Or Kicking and
1: Screaming? Nope. Zoolander. Nope. Stepbrothers. Nope. The Other Guys. Nope. Or is this what we're doing?
3: We're just listing Will Ferrell
0: Nope.
1: Elf? <laughs> it's definitely not
3: that one. Legend uh, of Ricky I, I, Bobby, Talladega Nights?
0: Nope. Uh, Anchorman. Yes. Ah! It's when his dog gets kicked off the bridge.
3: No! Oh, wow. So you
0: get first pick of what order you will do your pitch in. Do you want first, second, or third?
2: I'll go third. Okay.
0: <laughs> Alright, between Surprise. Shadow and Paulo, uh, let's do this one.
1: Wait, do that again. <laughs> that's shorter
0: than I thought it was going to be. No! Sorry, that one's going to be really hard. Oh, oh, I'll give you one said, guess been each. been
3: so easy. Yeah.
0: I'll give you one guess each, and then I'm going to move on, because that's a, that's a tough okay, one. Okay, one more time. No! I
3: Is that no. Nicolas Cage? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, karate
0: Kid. One more guess. Okay, uh, it's Brad Pitt when he finds out in seven. That
1: oh, my God. oh, my God.
0: Wow, he, that's how he says no? Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's pretty weird. Lackluster. Weird. Yeah.
1: No, well, there's more no's after that.
0: Uh, not there? immediately, I think. Uh, okay, here's a little bit of a longer one. I know this one. You know this one? Oh, play it one more it time. sounds
3: familiar, but I, again, I'm bad at this kind of stuff. Is this one an Austin Powers movie?
1: Yes. Aww. Yeah,
0: it's the steamroller. It's the steamroller scene. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so nice do you work. want first or second? Um,
1: I'll go first. Okay, I've been thinking right. about this. So shadow a while. your second, Ben Sounds
0: your third. Yes, uh, we'll give you about five to seven minutes to do your pitch. So take that's it away.
1: I don't need a lot of time. I just want you to think back. Everyone, let's okay. Let's take a journey with me. Uh, what has what have you not seen Nicholas Cage do yet? Batman. Uh, no. <laughs> well, Romance. That's true, but he has. Yes, yeah, he?
3: he's done romantic. Movies. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, but not recently.
1: Have you seen Nicholas Cage in space? Has he done any movies where he's in space? The answer is no. No! (laughs) 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 I propose to you for your consideration Nicolas Cage is a spaceship captain. It's like later on in the future uh, where uh, faster than light travel is uh, possible. Have you guys ever seen Event Horizon? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay, it's a terrifying movie
3: why
1: i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't have seen it when i did it scarred me for life but it was scary uh it's kind of along those lines not 100 percent haunted spaceship but like it's like uh long travel long space travel nicholas cage is your captain of the ship he has a crew with him but he starts feeling the effects of like you know just being in space and like no sound and he kind of, he started, kind of starts losing his mind a little bit i think you see where i'm going with this you get solid uh potential for a really good Nicolas cage freak out throughout the whole movie but like the like say this um space dementia let's call it is the 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 disorder that he he starts suffering from and like it makes you like hallucinate and like you see your like darkest fears and stuff like that you see um, like giant spiders crawling through the spaceship halls and stuff like that. And his crew uh, are like, they're just trying to deal with their captain because he's like their authority figure, but he's like going nuts. And they're like, what do we do with this guy? But at the same time, they don't know if they're going nuts because they like, they've got like space. Well, some of them, like it's slowly, it's like slow build of like space dementia. um, And it's just like, it's a, it's a psychological thriller, if you will. With Nicholas, starring Nicholas Cage, directed by Guillermo del Toro, because I think he'll get mm-hmm. some uh, really good, like creature, uh, like scary, sc- scary creature shit, nice. <laughs> like with hallucinations and stuff. Right. Um, his supporting ca- like I mean, I don't want, I didn't want to cast his support, the supporting actors, because I would just cheat and pick all the best
0: actors. I'm, I'm gonna need those.
1: You're gonna need them. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I'll I'll try and even it out. I I want. Um, Okay, let's say the pilot will be, uh, what's his name? He is, uh, he's uh, the guy from Black Klansman.
0: Which one? The, Adam the, Driver? the main guy. Or
1: the black guy. Denzel the the black guy. Son? Yeah, Denzel Washington's son. Okay. I forget his name.
0: John David Washington.
1: John David Washington. Uh, he's uh, the pilot. Uh, I want Adam Driver to be kind of like not to keep taking everyone from Black Klansman but just cuz i love adam driver i want him to be kind of like a um like a antagonist a little bit within the the sane crew members uh he's another guy that can kind of lose his shit really well so uh i want him as part of like uh to just throw a wrench into like the the crew trying to survive um i want alison brie who is usually like a funny funny actress but she's going to be like She's going to be um, the main, uh, I, I guess the hero, aside from Nicholas. well, no, Nicholas Cage isn't the hero. She's the one
0: from Community, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: So, Alison Brie is like the uh, protagonist who's like trying to get her crew through everything. And then um, Asian guy. Uh, John Cho? No, not John Cho. Surprisingly not John Cho. <laughs> um, fuck. What's his name? Randall Park?
3: Huh? huh? Randall Park?
1: randall park yeah uh yeah i'll take him
3: (laughs) no no, wait i don't know i'm just trying i i i
1: hadn't casted this oh i see sorry my bad at the risk of taking like too many comedic actors i'll take randall park but he's gonna be he's gonna play a completely straight serious role um and he's like the no-nonsense uh engineer um that's that's the whole cast I mean we'll have like flashbacks and stuff and like hallucination scenes with like families of crew members and stuff like that, but they're they're nobodies. So it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, you just see a really like a really solid uh de- de- devolution. Is that how you say it? De evolution. De evolution <laughs> into madness while these uh this uh space travel crew is trying to to make it to uh Another galaxy.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Solid. So, two questions for this. Yes. Um, Hit me. So, you look at a a movie where it's like the de-evolution of a person like Taxi Driver. We can at least sympathize with it a little bit. So, through the eyes of Nicolas Cage's character... Yes. What is causing... Like, what path is he going down? And then... So, second question, which you all are going to have, so you should start preparing. Uh, (laughs) If I... Google a YouTube clip of this after and I look at Nick Cage's greatest scenes, what scene from this movie is going to be on that clip reel?
1: Okay. So, the question 1, uh it's a bit of a cliche but he's going to be the captain that like lost uh lost crew members and he's like trying to hit this like this space this expedition is like a one-way trip. So, he's kind of been punished but at the same time he's like Given this opportunity, like it could go really great, or but at the same time, you you're probably gonna die because we don't know what's gonna happen. So he's like given this opportunity. So he's like wrestling with like the losing of his crew, and, and this opportunity of like, okay, I'm gonna like make things better. Um, so, but at the same time, he's going crazy, so he doesn't know what to do. So that's like his like his journey or his struggle in this movie. And then uh, the 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 main. I, I think there's going to be one like real point where he snaps. Like it's a slow like, um, slow descent into madness. But there's going to be one exact point where he relives like his uh, his his crew his past his previous crew like dying in like, uh, accident a space accident that was his fault, and then it's going to be like a flashback scene, and then hard cut to him just like sc- like screaming at the top of his lungs and just losing losing his mind uh, in his court in his captain's quarters and like bashing things and stuff like that. While uh, one, while Alison Brie walks in and then he like, he's facing the wall. She walks in and then he turns and he gives her like the vampires kiss look <laughs> like the, you
0: don't say
4: <laughs>
1: that's uh, that is going to be our, uh, that's going to be, that's trailer worthy right there. That face is going to be in the trailer.
0: All right, Ben shadow. Do you have any holes to poke into this? Do you have any questions for this?
2: You I feel like movie. uh to a degree it, it's it's like a Nicolas Cage if you were to expand on the movie Moon. Uh, mm. you know, a little bit, you know, add more people. <laughs> Again, very much like I appreciate the descent into madness and I feel like Nicolas Cage is is, is uniquely suited for that kind yeah. of descent.
1: I thought a little closer to uh have you ever seen Sunshine? Mm, yeah. With Killian Murphy. I have not. Uh, it's about like Jane this. Murphy. Yeah. The, the space crew is trying to, like, restart the sun because the sun is dying. Mm. But then there's this whole thing about, like, if you look at the sun, like, it just drives you mad. Cool. And then...
0: I have to say, one of the things I was thinking the most while you were explaining it was the third Hobbit movie.
1: Third Hobbit? Oh, okay. With,
0: what's Thorin? Where the dwarf goes, like, treasure crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, that's... that that Something like that, too. But, I, I like, didn't mean that in a positive way, but I mean, I think it's I think it's better than that
0: personally. Which was my next. Point. <laughs> All, right. All right. Any last comments on this?
3: I think it's great, actually. I, think I would actually <laughs> watch this movie. Thank, thank you, I Shadow. Don't care. <laughs> I think I would watch this movie. <laughs> like,
1: this is like my dream movie. Like I think this is the my favorite pitch of anything I've pitched in the podcast
3: yeah and i am kind of mad that you were so happy to go first now like a little bit angry um
0: and on that note yeah let's shadow it is start <laughs>
3: uh me with my anger rant now no actually okay so as uh ben mentioned earlier this week we uh watched moonstruck and at the end of the movie Cher and Nicolas cage end up together But to my best knowledge, there's no Moonstruck 2, Moonstricken, (laughs) you know? So, (laughs) like, I want to see, like, a mega fast forward, right? Like, now it's current day. They have somehow lasted. They have had this marriage that has just been incredible. They have grandchildren. They have children. They have grandchildren. In the movie Moonstruck, um, Cher's parents are going through a bit of an adulterous time, uh, I'll leave it at that. So I would be really funny if they had a kid, and I'm thinking, like, Kate McKinnon, maybe, Ooh. who um, kind of falls into the same thing that Cher, happened to share, where, like, now she's in love with two different people, and she would be in love with two different, like, women characters, maybe, like, unknowns, who are just making it on the scene right now. Um, and uh, then, you know, like, that's when all of a sudden, like, they kind of start reevaluating their marriage and start thinking about, like, well, we've really put in some good years. And then they both start, like, trying to, like, date as well as their daughter dating. And all of them are dating and they're all, like, <laughs> running into each other oh at different God. places. And, like, uh, they're all trying to have their own private lives. But, like, everyone kind of knows that everyone's doing different things. And it would all be, like, interlocking and fun and just kind of, like, a weird like the like most I don't know about longest but like the biggest gap between like a movie and its sequel <laughs> I think in that, a really long time uh maybe and, Blade Runner <laughs> right um and to answer your question about like best like freak out moment I would love to see Nicolas Cage like figuring out tinder and, like, not knowing... No, I didn't want to swipe, right? I don't like... Why do we swipe? And, like, just freaking out about, like, um, how hard it is and how, like, all he had to do to win over Cher was yell at her at his bakery, uh, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think that's something I would like to see based on my very quick thinking. I have I have a
0: question. So yeah. I have two questions before yeah. Paulo and Ben. Okay, okay. great. Uh, my two questions, because you answered one of mine. Yeah. Um what does uh nick cage's tinder profile look like oh um and then my second question answer that while okay I sure my uh question.
3: it's going to be like one of those ones where he like he's heard it somewhere that you're not actually supposed to be a person and he'll like make it like a piece of bread and like try to like get likes that way and it's like if she likes this piece of bread she'll like me
1: he goes back to his old bakery for the the cat totally yeah
3: for sure um and uh yeah so it's not a real profile like he's trying to like catfish but in like a very upfront catfishing not like a more handsome person just being like yeah
0: okay cool clearly i don't Uh, use tinder so uh, (laughs)
3: thanks babe i love you
0: (laughs) we have no
2: idea how you would use it
0: clearly uh second question what makes Nick Cage uniquely good for this role and not any other actor?
3: Okay, so apart from it being like moon to or <laughs> <laughs> moonstruck to moonstricken and he has to be there because he was in Moonstruck, uh I think it would just be really fun to watch him be like struggling with normalcy, but like weird normalcy, um and just see him kind of like freak out about those different things. Um, and, uh, honestly, maybe it could be interchangeable. Maybe there could be, like, a Bruce Willis or a John Travolta in there, but it just... I think Bruce it wouldn't Willis be, would make it
1: boring. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> be
3: as, like, quirky. Like, and that's what I would want to see from this movie. Like, a lot, a lot of quirk. Like, Cher would still be in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cher would be there as, like, a woman of her own. Like, <laughs> yeah, so... I get I get yeah. the
1: sense of, like, a, an independently made uh, family man
3: Totally. Like in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: my question yeah. is, uh, are you gonna, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, CGI age Nick Cage and Cher? No. No.
3: No. <laughs> okay. Like they're together. Like it's many years later. It's thirty plus years later already. Okay. So they're gonna be. Oh,
1: since that movie, it, yeah. it actually has yeah, been. 30. Yeah. It's been
2: like thirty-one years. But if
1: they're like grandparents, like.
3: So you have a kid, and then you, yeah, they might be grandparents. That and would they, be fun. They
2: were like forty in the
1: movie. Yeah. In, in
3: that we're
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe not Nick Cage, but definitely Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: She has that one little strip of gray hair. That's yeah. how you know she's yeah. a woman of age. Um, <laughs> and then they dye it halfway through to like make her more effable, uh, <laughs> which is so important. were you
0: hoping that they would take their regular faces and take their face? Oh, oh. <laughs> Face off. Yes. Uh, and, then we, and then we watch Nick Cage
2: trying to pretend like it's Cher inside of his body <laughs> yeah. pretending to be Nick Cage. Snap out of it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's perfect.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I also feel like both of them have become more caricatures of themselves since <laughs> that movie came out, so that would be but really fun. Nick
2: Cage through his films, share through her Twitter account.
3: Sure. What? Yeah. Right? Cher has Twitter? Yes. She has racy thoughts. Yes. That need to be...
1: Interesting. Do you feel like her Twitter account will uh, uh, diminish interest in this movie? <laughs>
3: No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I think everyone would be very excited to see Cher back on the big screen. Okay. I, I mean, I would. I mean, I, I should say everyone would be excited yeah. to do something I would be excited to do, but.
0: She is yeah. in Mamma Mia 2.
3: Hey, there you <gasps> go. She's on the Didn't crescendo coming back.
0: Uh, any last comments or critiques of this pitch idea from Ben or Paul? I mean,
2: uh, I, I love the movie Moonstruck, so I, I would be <laughs> in seeing Moonstruck 2, Moonstruck it. <laughs> sunstruck. Yeah. Sunstruck. Oh my God, sunstruck. <laughs> That's kind of like what you're that yeah.
3: other movie you were yeah. talking about, though.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, and it, rather than it be the moon ch- causing them to be really weird, it, it somehow will work in like struck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Apparently, there's this thing with like mercury. But yeah, Mercury's in retrograde, in retrograde, like right now. Oh, it's I'm, always
3: in retrograde. I feel. Yeah, but right now. Uh huh. <laughs> I,
0: I did not know about this before. I just learned about it.
3: I feel like it's one of those. Like astro things that everyone's like, oh my life, shit. Mercury must be in retrograde.
1: What about what happens when Jupiter is ascending? Jupiter is ascending.
3: <laughs>
2: Everyone leaves the theater.
1: Oh!
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you
0: did it! <laughs>
2: yes. Heyo. <laughs> take On that. that note,
0: Ben, take us away with your pitch idea.
2: Fantastic. Okay, oh, I'm so, so happy. Happy. Uh, my pitch idea is uh, at some point. They're going to tell the story of Vince McMahon, the man that owns the WWF. (laughs) Formerly WWF, currently WWE. They're going to tell that story. And who's the man to play Vince McMahon? Nick Cage. All right? Think about it. It's the behind the scenes. It's Jim Henson... And how he got the Muppets together, but the Muppets are meatheads. Okay, is it a biopic? It's a biopic. Okay, it's absolutely a biopic. It's the inside, behind the scenes Vince McMahon, played by Nick Cage, and uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. That's what it is. We look at his rise from when he crafted WrestleMania all the way up to when he screwed Bret Hart, and then a little bit after. And it's all from his perspective, played by Nick Cage. (laughs)
1: right, What's
0: what's your number one scene of that movie?
2: Number one scene, it's towards the end of the scene. It's immediately after he's screwed Bret Hart. Bret's leaving for another Federation, and at that point he's still the champ. And he's got to get that belt off him any way he can. So he's got behind the scenes, he's conspiring... (laughs) Against Bret Hart. It was covered from Bret's perspective in the documentary Wrestling with Shadows. Uh, why why are you laughing? I'm I, not, it's he, great. It's yeah. <laughs> a good idea. Is this all? Who plays Bret
3: who plays Bret Hart? I'm sorry, I need to know, and I'm sorry to cut in.
2: Who plays right. Bret Hart? That's a good yeah. question. Oh that yeah, no, very good question. Uh, it would have to be you know, it would be great if it was The Rock. Uh, just I mean he doesn't look anything like does The like, Rock he not look, play
3: The Rock no
0: is no, it The is, Rock with a blonde wig on this is gone? before
3: this is before <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, was, was that from SNL like uh if you smile with the oh, oh he, yeah. he's like
1: doing a fake yeah. uh, wrestling promo yeah, 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 <laughs> with yeah. Bobby Moynihan yeah, yeah with Bobby it's Moynihan. getting he really he personal
2: him. has herpes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah he's got it bad <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah, no, it would it would it would be played by like The Rock or someone else beefy. Like I could also see like a Mark Wahlberg with like a wig on or like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris, Hemsworth, oh, Chris, Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth. good Maybe one. Maybe Liam Hemsworth if he started eating the way that Chris Hemsworth does. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, he needs
1: to make that Chris Hemsworth money. That's true. Yeah, it. he's, he's
2: got to be getting sick and tired of going back to Australia and having sex with Miley Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible life! Tough. It's tough out there. <laughs> uh, no, it, yeah. Were... So it's the final. You know, it's towards the end. He's screwed him, uh, and it's always been shown from the perspective of of Bret Hart. Now this is the perspective of Vince McMahon, and he's getting ready to tell everyone how Bret Hart did it to himself and it's him getting psyched up in a mirror and it's nick oh, cage that's cool. like <laughs> oh i like that <laughs> brett screwed brett and he just is all gravelly <laughs> and angry and he's getting wall worked up and he's he's huge we might put like a fake muscle suit that <laughs> because that's vince mcmahon he like he he's jacked like he's 70 years old now but he was on muscle and fitness like five years ago yeah it's strange he's insane and that's that's Nicholas. <laughs> Do you Cage. not
3: think Nicholas Cage would train for the role? Maybe he doesn't have to put a muscle suit on.
2: I don't think he has to. I think he <laughs> would just be like, "Yeah, no, put the muscle suit on. I'm not training for this. Fuck you. I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> I, I just show up on the day. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm <laughs> any other
0: questions? <laughs> <laughs> and, any questions for me too? I'm in shock. <laughs> I need to think. So I'm going to lay my cards on the table. Right. It's going to go to Ben unless one of you two can really tear that apart and say yours is better. So I'm going to need the arguments now.
3: Um, I'm not going to fight for my idea. <laughs> I am going to fight for Apollo's idea. <laughs> Only because I think Thank a you. space movie would be more universally enjoyed. Um, <laughs> uh, I oh, no, I'm, I I'm pitching
2: the movie for me. Yeah. I'm pitching the movie for me. I got it. And I yeah. did that
3: too, but I'm just saying that that does sound like a very enjoyable movie. I would enjoy watching you watch that movie. <laughs> uh,
2: but... I would enjoy watching me watch that movie
3: too.
2: <laughs> that was um, wait,
1: that was my question too, like as, along those lines. <laughs> um how how do you open this up to non wrestling fans? Because you know, like uh, straight out of Compton had like uh, like elements of action and like they had the whole race thing. Uh, how do you open this up? To-
0: so to add on to that, I know nothing about this Bret Hart story.
3: Sure. Oh, oh. No, Carson.
2: No, absolutely. I won't get too far into it, but it's it's similar to like the the structure and the charm of like the Larry Sanders show, right? Where the it's about crafting these scenarios and seeing the the behind-the-scenes of it. Mm. So there's, you know, because ultimately it's a TV show, right? It's a TV show that he's been putting on for the last 30-plus years. Mm. And it's a consistent thing. He's been doing it. Him, other people have been involved, but the ultimate say has been his for 30-plus years. And one guy involved in that for that long, it's going to be, I feel like that's compelling. I feel like that is an interesting thing. I take into account, like, his, his wife has run for uh, Senate in the past and failed. Uh, she's now, I believe, part of Trump's cabinet, or at least, like, an adjunct. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, he's deep in with Donald Trump. That's the other weird thing about it. Like, if we take it closer to present day, you could actually have a pres- representation of the current president spearing him. Uh, and that's a shoulder tackle for those that aren't super into wrestling. Shoulder tackling the crap out of him uh, on national television and what led to that.
1: Okay, you almost lost me, but then you, you, you brought me back with the spearing of Donald Trump. Donald,
2: no, no, Donald Trump oh, no. did it too.
1: Wait, what? He did? Yeah, he did. Oh, I okay, almost imagined I'm, an I'm glorious
0: Bastards type ending where like Vince McMahon becomes president of the U.S. Where it's like grounded oh, yes. in reality and then just like, eh. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, that is as possible as anything now. Now that we live in this world.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's not go too deep into that. No, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Don't All
0: right, so one minute final comments on why your pitch is the best. I'll go in the order of how you pitched it. So, Paulo, you got one minute.
1: You know what? Much like uh, Ben uh, structured his pitch, I this is just my dream movie. <laughs> this, this This is a guy with a dream. Give me the money to make this movie. <laughs> like, one, number one, we haven't seen Nick Cage in space yet. And I think that that's grounds for a great, a great, like, not, to, not only a freak out, but like, just new ground that he hasn't, uh, he hasn't explored yet. And I really want him to expand his, uh, his range, you know, as a, as a spaceship captain. My eyes are getting a little twinkly right now.
0: All right, we'll just kick it to Shadow. Okay,
3: great. Um, what I think this movie would do is kind of reboot those '80s movies he was in before he became an action star. <laughs> so a lot of people watch this movie and go like, "What? Why is this even a sequel?" Then they'd go walk back and watch Moonstruck. Then they'd go back and watch all of his other like Raising Arizona and like a couple of really fun movies. And uh, I think that would be compelling as well.
2: Ben. I think the success of the television series Glow lets us know that there is an appetite for this type of behind the scenes look at professional wrestling <laughs> and that there is the the depth and breadth of available storylines that could be included in there. Like think about what you you could do if you had to condense that down to a 2-hour movie. 30 years of history. <laughs> and <laughs> take it <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> of history. Oh my god. From the 80s to the present day. Uh, and all the while you've got <laughs> Nicolas Cage transitioning from an in-ring announcer to an on-air talent to an on-air caricature of himself.
1: Now this feels like a Discovery Channel like in-depth. Like, <laughs> yes, uh, like a Netflix
2: I would, series. I would like absolutely I <laughs> watch a Lifetime movie where Nicolas Cage plays vince mcmahon and it lasts 16 hours and i watch the whole thing without stopping
3: uh, adult diapers have come a far way you guys <laughs> adult diapers have come a far way they have <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll
2: jerry rig some tubing in there so i can last
0: i got i admire the passion
2: yeah it's really uh, good
0: stuff. So I'm going to ignore the 16 hours comment. I'm going to give it to Ben. <laughs> yeah. uh, killed it there. Pretty good ideas all around, but I don't know. That one's too yeah, good. That's so really good, actually. Congrats this on that. is the
2: entirety of my <laughs> <sketch>. <laughs> uh, it's
0: For it's those listening, words? it's two lines. One, yeah, two,
2: two, Nick four, Cage five. as Vince McMahon. No, that was just me reminding oh. myself of my favorite uh, <laughs> Nick Cage so. character, Catherine Troy. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> Um, that was another weird
3: thing about The Rock. His last name was so dumb. Like Goodspeed. Yeah, Goodspeed. <laughs> Stanley
2: Goodspeed.
0: That was his wrestling?
2: No, that was no. that's the, his character, character name in The Rock. On, in the Rock. Oh, oh! His yeah. name is Stanley Goodspeed. Not
0: The Rock, The Wrestler.
2: Oh,
3: yeah. but. No,
1: that's I've,
2: Dwayne Johnson. I'm getting confused.
1: Why are me. you
3: guys doing a podcast about The Rock? <laughs> we'll do it.
0: Anytime soon. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Guys, we'll do it fucking calgary stampeder (laughs) Uh, okay so we're gonna move on to the uh next segment here and this is when we are going to reenact our favorite nick cage uh cage out scene uh so we're, we're gonna do this and you're not gonna be able to see this um for those listening on audio only but we are definitely encouraging uh, hand gestures and facial expressions as we go along with these so uh, we're gonna we're gonna each do our own little segment here so everyone who does one will let you uh, introduce it as you do uh, and let's go with uh, Ben first <laughs> thank
2: you Carson I, uh, so this one is from the movie we were just discussing the rock and uh, it it to set the stage a little bit they have uh, entered into Alcatraz and and then they're just kind of Trying to decide what the next course of action will be, and uh, Nick has some things to say about how he lives his life. Uh, this is to uh, this is to Sean Connery's Mason. Got it. Look, I'm just a biochemist. Most of the time, I work in a little glass jar and lead a very uneventful life. I drive a Volvo, a beige one. But what I'm dealing with here is one of the most deadly substances the Earth has ever known. So what say you cut me some freaking
0: slack? Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yes. That's
3: good stuff. Solid.
0: Yeah. Anyone volunteering to go next?
3: I'll go second because I went second with the first one. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, so guys, big surprise! I'm going with Moonstruck here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, in this scene, uh, we have been introduced to Nicholas Cage's character, but only by phone. He's been, like they've shown the back of him, and he's like supposed to be really sexy, uh, but he's just on the phone. He's a little curt with Cher, and Cher's like, "Well, then I'm going to come down to the bakery and meet you in person." So Cher's character has recently gotten engaged to Nicholas. Cage's, wow, that's hard to say, Uh, Nicholas Cage's brother. Um, So now she's at the bakery, and uh, she's basically said hi to Ronnie, uh, which (laughs) is Nicholas Cage's character, and uh, he he just kind of looks at her and kind of looks off to the side and starts, I have no life. My brother Johnny took my life from me, and now he's getting married. He has his. He's getting his, and he wants me to come. What is life? They say bread is life. So I bake bread, 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 and the years go by, by, by. And I sweat and I shovel this stinking dough in and out of this hot hole in the wall. And I should be so happy, huh, sweetheart? You want me to come to the wedding of my brother Johnny? Where's my wedding? Chrissy, over there. Get me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. And again, this is his first time oh meeting God. his, uh, like, future sister-in-law, which yeah. then actually becomes his future wife. Oh, spoiler. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a very aggressive way to meet someone, <laughs> I would say. And uh, uh, we were having a really good giggle uh, during that whole scenario. It's a very um, good movie. Again, I yeah. really, really
0: recommend
2: the movie. I Go really, to really want to watch this now. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
3: true.
2: No, I'm, I'm shocked that you haven't seen it. You'll love it the most, honestly.
0: Interesting. You want to go first, you want me? You go first. Okay. I'll go last. So, the scene I'm doing is what's uh, most commonly known as the you don't say scene for Nicolas Cage. Nice. Uh, that's where you see the meme of him like doing the facial expression. So, I'm going to try to do the facial expression as I explain this. So, Ooh, this okay. is him we'll uh, talking to his secretary uh, in his office. I don't know. Re- I've never watched this movie, so I don't know Excellent. what the context of the scene is. I just have seen the scene. <laughs> What's, what's the movie? Uh, Vampire's Kiss. Okay. Okay. Alva, no, it's so bad! <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry! All right. <laughs> There's no one else in this entire office that I could possibly ask to share such a horrible job. You're the lowest on the totem pier, Alva. The lowest. Do you realize that? Every other secretary has been here longer than you, Alva. <laughs> Everyone. Even if there was someone here who was here just one day longer than you, I wouldn't ask that person to partake in such a miserable job, as long as you were around. That's right, Alva. It's a horrible, horrible job, sifting through old contract after old contract. I couldn't think of a more horrible job if I wanted to. And you have to do it. You have to, or I'll fire you. Do you understand? Do you? Good.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Oh my god, oh, that yeah. is so good. I actually hurt my neck from not laughing. Oh god. Oh, it's
3: so not good. Not laughing on purpose,
2: though. Oh yeah, like, no, you like be trying there. desperately not to laugh so that so we can catch the himself. audio.
0: I Yeah, I had my hands on my neck. No, <laughs> so that, it, that's that so was good.
3: solid facial Man, expression. people are going to be bummed
2: out that this one is not video recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this next one is definitely going to be on our Instagram story, which... Will be expired by the time anyone hears this online. Oh, right, uh, right, right, but there's right. definitely going to be save it to the
3: highlight reel.
1: It's okay. I took a picture so I can post it on our Instagram. <laughs> okay. I, I predicted. I accurately predicted that your face would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was great. No, I. Think no, it was great. Very yeah. Close, very good. Very close. Whoo! All right. Uh, I also chose my scene from the same movie, Vampire's Kiss, which I have also not seen. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta see this movie. Uh, You know what? I'm probably gonna watch it.
2: Uh, we basically, it was just time constraints that kept us from watching it. Uh, I'm renting it. I'm gonna rent it. Like, we're gonna watch it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, I prefer to give zero context to this (laughs) because it's just absolutely insane. Um, uh, I, again, the, the accent that he does, uh, I, I don't understand what it is or what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but I'll try and replicate it as best I can. And I'm going to uh, employ uh, uh, Ben here to, to be my uh, psychiatrist in the scene. It's not a monologue. It's a, it's a back and forth, if oh, you will. Oh, wow. So, okay. You know what? Let me move over there because yeah, we, both, we <laughs> both need this. Okay, here we go. So, it's getting intense here. Also, I should, uh, I should note that when I, when I scream a lot and I've been drinking, I tend to... I, I, there's a chance I might throw up. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: you were going to oh. say
0: screech. Like, I, yeah,
2: I, I thought about. that you maybe knock stuff over. Definitely <laughs> not throw up.
0: Okay. All right. Shh. Let me get
2: out of your way.
1: Shouldn't, if a company, if a literary agency makes a copy of every contract of every single contract that it makes with a client, and then puts it in a file, in the appropriate file, shouldn't the copy be in that file? It should, right? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. yep.
2: Unless, of course, it's it's somehow been, somehow, misfiled. Mi- misfiled? Well, yeah, misfiled. Sometimes somebody puts a document in the wrong file, and it's misfiled. It it. it, it Makes it much harder to find. Who?
1: Who? What do you mean? Who? How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Peter, H-I-J-K Peter, T U V W X Y C! Huh? That's all you have to do! Very good. You know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything! Not once! Not one time!
2: I want to know who did! I cannot possibly tell you that. You can't?
1: No, I can't. Huh. And you call yourself a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> Scene? <laughs> oh, man. Good job,
0: good job.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel
2: good. was <laughs> oh, oh. great.
0: Well, we, <laughs> really
1: we all... spent, you know, like, ah, uh, I need to take a break. Good job. Good job. Thank
3: you. <laughs> Maybe everyone should cage out, like, once a week. I think it's everyone right. would feel it's real hot better. Like... Yeah, <laughs> That's what I, I think I'm most jealous of, of actors. It's not, like, you know, the rich lifestyle or anything <laughs> else. It's that you get to act a little bit crazy, and everyone's like, oh that person. They're just an actor.
1: And imagine Nick Cage. He gets yeah. to do
2: that regularly. Yeah, time. yeah. You order, if he decides to order his, like, McDonald's orders super wild, everyone's just gonna start applauding, right? Like, I want a Big Mac! Like, yes. I love you. I love you so much. Yes.
3: McNuggets! Six of them! But yeah. just six! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect.
2: Perfect. You are a treasure. You are a national treasure.
0: Uh, so we will end it off there. Um, and we will end it off as we usually do as, uh, calling out some movies that we're looking forward to coming out. Uh, so who wants to take this one first? I'll go second this time. (laughs) Second was my spot! okay, I'll go third this time. I'll go third this time. I'll go first again.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: alright, here we go. I am both excited and scared about this movie coming up. Who knows if they're gonna do it. Here we go. Venom. It's coming up in October. (laughs) It is already kind of on the back foot because I've seen all the trailers and I don't see fucking Spider-Man in any of those trailers. (laughs) And why the fuck does he have Spider-Man powers if he's not staring at Spider-Man? Also, I feel like this is where Marvel is like, oh no, go make that on your own to Sony. (laughs) And we've seen how that works out. (laughs) They need the the collaborative powers of Marvel in there. So but it could be cool, you know. Tom Hardy is a competent dude who could do some pretty cool stuff when he's motivated.
0: Michelle and Williams too.
2: Michelle Williams is in it. She doesn't fuck around. She really doesn't fuck around. Is really she the, the
1: dark haired girl? Blonde. She's oh, a okay. dark haired girl. No, there's a dark haired girl that's a comedian that plays never mind.
2: Okay. I don't know. But yeah, so that's it could be good. It could be absolute shit.
1: And I'm, I'm really,
0: leaning towards the absolute shit direction.
2: I'm really I'm just hopeful. I'll
0: still know? see it opening weekend. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: The trailer worries me, but it has like a got a, a lot of good things going for it. Like what? Tom Hardy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the black goo looks convincing.
1: And um what's his name? Uh the villain is uh the pilot from Rogue One.
0: Riz Ahmed. Yep. I like Riz Ahmed. I like him. I don't like Rogue One, but...
1: <laughs> Rogue
3: One! Oh, it was my favorite, but I don't really like Star Wars movies, so... It was your favorite of the Star Wars
1: Yeah, it was! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a true Star Wars fan, so it's not that's like a, anything. That's right? okay. Like, <laughs>
1: I'll take it. <laughs>
3: I like when things are self-contained. Everyone died. It was awesome. <laughs> spoilers. Oh Hard yeah. Spoilers. I mean, for Rogue it, was, it was it spoiled, was a while ago. Yeah, there's been a lot of talking about Rogue One. I did really like that everyone died. Yeah, that, <laughs> for different reasons.
0: Because <laughs> then I don't have to see these characters oh. anymore. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god. I, I I liked those characters so much. <laughs> that's why I was
3: bummed out they died. And that's what made it an effect...
0: Anyway. Uh, Shadow, what are you looking for? Yeah, I'm
3: looking forward to the new Melissa McCarthy vehicle, the Happy Time Murders. Ah. Uh, Looks pretty cool. I like vulgar puppets. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I actually... It's funny, uh, not just puppets, but with violence, I really can't do it if it's, like, real people. But cartoons or puppets, like, the more violent, the better. Like, I can't (laughs) get enough of it. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to... Uh, this movie.
1: Like when they get shot with a shotgun and stuffing flies everywhere. Oh yeah, everywhere. totally, but
3: if that happened with like a bunch of blood, I'd be like oh god. Uh, but with stuffing, I'm like ha ha, more! <laughs> Why isn't the stuffing rainbow colored? Hilarious! Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile they're like, ah, I'm dying! And she's like, ha ah. <laughs> Or the,
1: <laughs> the spraying of silly string everywhere. Yeah. 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 For those of that have seen the R-rated uh, trailer, you should check it out. Uh, forward to? I am looking forward to the Predators movie, the new one, oh, which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. number nine MVP. in the series or something. Hey, um, if we count A V P, which we do. we do, we do, we do, yeah, we do. Yeah, of oh, course, okay. He's the Predators in it, I suppose. <laughs> but oh, um, actually, I I picked this one in jest, but I'm all, I'm like seventy percent actually looking forward to it. I'm gonna watch it because. um, Um. At first, the trailer had worried me, but then I saw like who's in it, and it. uh, There's a lot of people that I like: Uh, Keegan, Michael Key, um, the guy. uh, He was in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's a black guy. He's a A Terry Crews. No, an episode. He was in Moonlight.
0: He was the (laughs) older guy in the one third of it where he's an adult in Moonlight.
1: Okay, Uh, I I guess we're talking about the same guy. But in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he was a dentist and he was a murder suspect. He's a really smart guy. Uh, He's
0: oh. Don no. no, he's, he's that in that hotel Temetors?
1: movie, Hotel Artemis.
0: Wait, the guy from uh, This Is Us? I've Sterling K. Brown? That name sounds familiar. No, I oh. think these are different people he, we're thinking of.
2: Well, no, Sterling K. Brown was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. as like a I'm smarter than you guy.
0: Yes! I don't oh. think he's in Predators, though.
3: No, he is I'm, in Hotel Artemis, though. It
1: is yeah, that guy. I know who you're talking about. He is in Predator. Okay, we're going to look this up. Okay, we'll look it up.
2: <laughs> so
3: you can, also,
1: you can I, fact check me. I
2: did really like the movie Predators. Yes. And so I'm, 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 all, I'm with you on that.
1: I'm yeah. am And um, the guy who played uh, in Logan, who was like the cyborg guy who's chasing Logan. The bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy. Uh, he's in it as Trina the... Fitzroy. Okay, that's his name? Yeah. Uh, he's the main uh, protagonist, I think. He's like a marine scout sniper or something like that. Uh, but the, the concept from what I could glean from the trailer, it was kind of interesting as like the whole uh, like crazy bus group of people. So it's like a, a misfit group that's trying to stay alive, which I, I think is what's the deal. Unless I'm completely wrong because the trailer doesn't give you that much.
0: But, so I love the whole cast. I love the director and writer who's Shane Black. Who did yep. uh, wrote the original *Lethal Weapon* movies? Yeah, uh, also directed uh, *Iron Man 3* and *The Nice Guys*.
2: Was it also *Kiss Kiss Bang Bang*? *Kiss Kiss Bang Bang* yeah.
0: and *L*, which what kind of recapped Robert Downey Jr.'s career? He's done a lot of great stuff, but the trailer was really disappointing. It, yeah, that's that so, was my biggest worry. I'm hoping it's just a bad trailer. Yeah. Um, also, Sorry. this whole idea of like, so I, I go back to this one uh, quote from *Jurassic World*, where Chris Pratt's character is like. They're dinosaurs. Wow, enough. Uh, and it's the same thing in predators, where it's like they're predators. Wow, enough. Why do you need super predator? Uh, and it's like which I don't know. they're definitely not doing. They're definitely doing. Yeah,
2: what? It looks like they have a, like a tall centaur. Oh, yeah, it's,
0: predator. it's super predator. Uh, so that has me worried. But otherwise, like everyone involved with it, I'm pretty cool with.
4: Uh,
1: I have I have a soft spot for dumb action movies, that are also
2: sci-fi. Oh, and uh Shadow has looked up something <laughs> in the uh Apollo is not a racist uh category. Uh Sterling K Brown is in the Predator. Boom. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: He, Does it also have the guy from Moonlight then? I ooh, uh, let's just look. We this. just looked up you, Sterling You K. just Brown. look it up. That's all you have to do. <laughs> yep. No, uh, okay, right while we're looking that up more, uh, I'll segue yeah. that, is that into... Travante Rhodes? Yes. Yeah, he's so there then they're both... Okay, yeah,
3: they're so both they're both in it. Yeah, they're both okay, in it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yay, friends. neither Yay. of them are racist! <laughs> Yay! We're not racist! Well, I mean... <laughs> uh, that's going to be our Instagram quote for this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> 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 looking to.
0: Um, So what I'm looking forward to is over the next month, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival will be going on. I will be watching 20 to 25 movies at this festival. The one that I'm most looking forward to is a movie (laughs) called Widows, which I can't say whether I'm seeing or not. It's not out in theaters until November, but it's my number one most anticipated movie of 2018. Uh, It's the guy who did 12 Years a Slave, essentially doing a movie with Viola Davis where the husbands die and the wives need to take over a heist.
4: Whoa, Uh, Looks pretty fucking
0: cool. The number two movie I'm looking forward to, I'm not going to watch at TIFF because it's coming out two weeks later, and that's First Man starring ryan gosling um but widows would be the one i'm most looking forward to but while i am talking about tiff i'll shout out that our instagram houston we have a podcast (laughs) i will be live storying slash instagramming tiff while i'm there oh you better so you can see all the lines that i'm standing in for eight (laughs) straight days
1: oh shit and i will also uh uh, post stories while I'm not at TIFF so you get a, like a, a strange balance of
2: it'll be really nice to see like like Carson in a line kind of frustrated and then like two seconds later Paulo feet up on the couch <laughs> also like already watching a movie watching maybe. something dumb on yeah, Netflix yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baywatch again yeah
3: <laughs> The new Baywatch movie was awesome.
2: It's good. I know. I'm know. <laughs> know. I know.
3: <laughs> I'm never going to be on this podcast again. I, 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 I celebrate that movie. I ben already
1: defended it on this episode. It's so funny.
3: I
0: haven't watched it, so I can't technically hate on yeah, you it. Got it. You
3: uh, got it. I you ended know. up watching it on a plane and coming home and being like, Hey, Ben, the new Baywatch movie was actually pretty good. And then when it hit Netflix, being like, Oh, okay. I mean, I could watch it again. And you need to know, I do not rewatch movies. Oh. like it's hard. It's quite
0: the endorsement.
3: Uh, so Carson <laughs> probably not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, I had terrible taste. I would not go to 20, 20 to twenty five movies in a week. And I commend you, sir. I think that's going to be incredible. <laughs> um, it's going to be shoes. way too many lines.
2: <laughs> like wear really good shoes. Maybe get like a like a in, insole like in your shoes.
0: Oh, way yeah. ahead of you A cushiony insole yeah I'm already there you're already there good <laughs> alright we will we will end it there uh, for the two of you that are still listening thank you for sticking on this long uh, Ben Shadow thank you for coming on thank for you, this episode. Thank you. Fun and times. see you again next month cheers cheers
4: Woo!